Hello? Anybody home? Today, I want you to open your mind. I've almost come to the conclusion that the story is so damning that the mass of people can't deal with it. We are in process of developing a whole series of techniques to get people actually to love their servitude. We face a hostile ideology, global in scope, atheistic in character, ruthless in purpose and insidious in method. Well, we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence. To change the minds and the attitudes and the beliefs of the people of the world, especially the United States, to bring about one world socialist totalitarian government. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. It has patterned itself after every dictator who has ever planted the ripping imprint of a boot on the pages of history since the beginning of time. Brutes have risen to power, but they lie. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. If you can get people to consent to the state of affairs in which they are living, then you have a much more easily controllable society than you would if you were relying only on clubs and firing squads and concentration camps. Tools of conquest do not necessarily come with bombs and explosions and fallout. There are weapons that are simply thoughts, attitudes, prejudices, to be found only in the minds of men. As you connect the dots between different people, organizations, places, religions, history, suddenly the picture starts to form. If you don't connect the dots, it's just a mass of what's all this about. The kingdom of God is within man, not one man, nor a group of men, but in all men, in you, you the people have the power to make this life free and beautiful, to make this life a wonderful adventure. Someone born in the United States is not more special than someone born in Mexico. Someone who is white is not more special than someone who is black. They're just vehicles for the consciousness to experience. War is peace. Freedom is slavery. Ignorance is strength. They do not want your children to be educated. They do not want you to think too much. It was learned that the aliens had been and were then manipulating masses of people through secret societies, witchcraft, magic, the occult, and religion. They reach into our children in music, television, books. Prey on children's innocence. How can I disprove lies that are stamped with an official seal? So if you have the opportunity to stand next to one of these machines, it feels like an altar to an alien god. Genetic power is the most awesome force the planet's ever seen, but you wield it like a kid that's found his dad's gun. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc is now in the possession of the Army. Too many others know what's happening out there, and no one, no government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. Any state, any entity, any ideology that fails to recognize the worth, the dignity, the rights of man, that state is obsolete. A case to be filed under M for Mankind in the Twilight Zone. About time some of you got acquainted with the real hard truth. It's the heart that says, I will not acquiesce. Across the gulf of space, intellects vast and cool and unsympathetic regarded our planet with envious eyes. Each of us, when separated, is always looking for our other half. And the desire and the pursuit of the whole is called love. Heart perception will change everything. Freedom is the privilege to be right. Freedom from the disasters of our mistakes. Broadcasting from the Sonoran Desert, I'm your host, Ryan Gable. 
and you are listening to The Secret Teachings Radio, airing five nights a week, Monday through Friday, 10 p.m. to midnight Pacific, on GroundZero.radio. And if you search The Secret Teachings on any radio or podcast player, or go to our website, thesecretteachings.info, you'll be able to find the show to listen to for free after the initial Monday through Friday airing. You'll be able to download that show, take it with you, share it with your friends. There are advertisements that I do not place in those shows. They are monetized, so you'll have to subscribe to the full archive if you'd like to get the non-monetized version of the show. And you can do that also at www.thesecretteachings.info. If you do that, you support what we do. You allow us to do what we do five nights a week. You allow me time to write my books. My books are also available on the website, and you can get digital copies of all of those books when you subscribe for one year. We have our Black Friday Christmas special. It's $40 for the whole year. We also have another book deal, and all of that information is on our website. Again, www.thesecretteachings.info. If you have any questions about that or anything else from a previous show or on tonight's show, email me at rdgable at yahoo.com or tstradio at protonmail.com. Those are the two emails, the only two emails. I check them several times a day. I'll try to get back to you as soon as possible. If you'd like to follow us on social media, Twitter, TST, underscore, underscore, radio, and on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash The Secret Teachings. I'm sure that a lot of you saw yesterday that the internet broke or it exploded or it erupted into flames when Kanye West went on to Infowars with Alex Jones. I heard about the interview later on in the day. It was after the live show. So when I got home from doing some errands, I turned it on. I had the radio portion of it on while I did some stuff around the house. And I heard Kanye talking. And I, I thought maybe it was a joke at first. I didn't realize that, um, you know, also that Kanye was wearing this giant coat and he had his face covered. This kind of like, uh, kind of, uh, of a ski mask type of a thing. But not even eyes, almost like uh, some kind of BDSM suit or something. And some people thought, hey, maybe he's wearing it because of uh, he doesn't want his face on Infowars. Other people thought it's mask culture. I think what it is, is it's kind of like a tip of the hat to Kim Kardashian because Kim Kardashian wore something very similar to the Met Gala, except her whole body was covered like a suit with a cape and uh, a black mask. And she was photographed next to somebody named Dimna Givsalia, who just happens to be the creative director of Balenciaga, who was also wearing the same full body suit with a black hood. And it says in the New York Post, there's an article about this guy, Dimna Givsalia, that he often wears a black fabric full face mask, especially when being photographed. And that is who these people are. And it wasn't too long after the interview, we started to see articles come out about that interview. And I mean, I listened to about 45 minutes of it on audio. And then when I got done with my errands and I got done with my chores around the house, I turned on the video and I haven't watched Alex Jones for probably about a month or something like that, like at least a full show. So I turned it on and I'm listening to what Kanye West is saying. And I had people messaging me, hey, you should get Kanye on your show. And I said, yeah, sure, I'll just I'll call him right up. <laughs> if you can get a hold of Kanye West, great. But I, I don't think I'm going to be able to get a hold of the guy. 
but uh, I'm, I'm listening to what he's saying, and I can't say that I disagree with a lot of what he said. However, I think that there is something wrong with Kanye West. I don't think it's because he's trying to be shocking, and I don't think that what he's saying is what's wrong with him. Sure, very heavy on the Christian angle, but his ultimate message on that interview, on that show yesterday, was, I love everybody. He said, I even love the Zionists. I truly love everybody. Uh, This is what Christ taught. I'm a Christian. I love everybody. It doesn't matter if you're a Nazi, if you're Zionist, if you're whatever. I love you. And obviously that doesn't register with people. All they hear is when Kanye made statements that I've been making on this show for 13 years. Something like, well, we can say Hitler's a really bad guy, but we're not allowed to talk about the good things he did. Why is that? That's a fair point. In fact, that's a factual statement. And those are the articles that I was reading about Kanye last night. A three-hour interview reduced to Kanye saying, well, what about the interstates? What about uh, the people's car? What about the microphone? What about all the things that Hitler and his scientists developed? I mean, they even developed the first uh, magnetic computerized uh, memory tape for, for computers. They invented essentially one of the first types of computers. And, you know, it's like it's almost impossible to make a statement like that as a, as a matter of fact and then leave it at that because someone always has to come back. Well, yeah, and they also killed a bunch of people. Okay, but that's not the point. And that's not the point Kanye was trying to make either. And he tried to make that clear several times. He said, Hitler might have done bad things, but that doesn't mean that he didn't do good things, is essentially what Kanye was saying. And that's what I've been saying on this year for thir- or this show for 13 years. And I'm always so, it's so strange. I'm always wondering why people can't process that. It's a fact. Hitler did do good things, he also did really bad things. I don't know why people can't process that. So, of course, that led to a lot of people online and a lot of news outlets saying that Kanye West is, is insane. He's crazy saying these things. How dare he say these things? They're so offensive, etc. And, of course, Alex Jones's angle was he believes in free speech. You know, he said, I believe there's a Jewish mafia, which, I mean, you can't deny that. There's a mafia for everything and everybody, every group, every culture. It's a Russian mafia, Chinese mafia, Japanese mafia, Italian mafia. It's not just Italian. And there's a Jewish mafia. So, you know, Alex Jones's angle was that's all about free speech, First Amendment. So to me, it was a it was a spectacle. Uh, and the only reason I'm bringing it up right now is because I don't think that Kanye West is crazy because of what he said about Hitler. I think something's wrong with him. And I don't think it's because he's a Christian. I think his behavior mimics and mirrors the behavior of other Hollywood and Hollywood-esque, Hollywood-like types who start to come down off of the decades, in some cases, in a lot of other cases, uh, from birth, from uh, lifelong, if you will, conditioning and brainwashing, mind control. In fact, Kanye West has already exposed his former trainer, Harley Pasternak. And this isn't a debatable thing. This isn't Kanye's words against his trainer. It's literally text messages of a conversation that he had where his trainer told him, I'm going to read you the texts. 
He said this, I'm going to help you one of a couple of ways. First, you and I sit down and have an have a loving and open conversation, but you don't use cuss words and everything that is discussed is based in fact and not some crazy stuff that dumb friend of yours told you or you saw in a tweet. Second option, and I'm wondering why there isn't an investigation into this. Second option, this is his trainer speaking. I have you institutionalized again where they medicate the crap out of you and you go back to zombie land forever. Play date with the kids just won't be the same. So again, Kanye West isn't crazy because he said Hitler did good things like, I don't know, interstates and, you know, cars and microphones and computers and all kinds of other things. Hitler did a lot of really good stuff. Hitler only came to power because of the extreme uh, extremism and the the, the ludicrous uh, cultural uh, degradation pushed by communists in the 1920s. That's the primary reason Hitler came to power. And the irony is, what we see today with what people call cancel culture and shadow banning and Antifa riots and burning buildings down and assaulting people and you don't get free speech unless you agree with us, those are the reasons that Hitler came to power to begin with. But those are also the people that say they hate Hitler yet they use fascist tactics. I mean, fascism is collectivism, which is at its core communism, except Hitler's fascism, if you will, if you want to call it fascism, national socialism was basically a national version of something that these people want to make global, not just a singular country. So there's a lot of irony in what Kanye West is saying, a lot of irony in the people that don't like what he's saying. But if you've, if you've read a little bit of history, then you know that what Kanye is saying is also true. Whether you want to admit that or not, that doesn't bother me. That's not what Kanye West, that's not why he's crazy, though. And when I say crazy, I say that with quotation marks. I would love to, I would love to, uh, probably more than anybody else at the moment, I would love to talk with Kanye West. I agree with most of what he's saying. I don't think that he's crazy because of what he said about Hitler. I think that he's kind of, crazy or perceived as crazy because he's either putting on an act as a way to protect himself or he's putting on an act because he um that's just who he is as a person I, like i don't know kanye um and this maybe is the real him uh, or he's not putting on an act he's not crazy because of what he said about hitler which was for the most part everything i heard was 100 percent true just facts i think he's a little bit crazy, quote unquote, because of the way he is acting and behaving, which is very similar to the way that other celebrities, other Hollywood people tend to act when they come down off of the programming, which again is not a debatable thing because Kanye had his trainer tell him and he shared the text messages. His trainer told him, I have I will second option uh, to deal with what's going on. I will have you institutionalized again where they medicate the crap out of you and you go back to zombie land forever. Playtime with the kids. He basically threatens him and his kids. Playtime with the kids won't be the same. Now, this guy, this Harley, uh, this, this, his trainer, Kanye West trainer, Harley Pasternak, he's like uh, ex-military psyop up in Canada. That's not debated either. And there's no investigation into this. There's no... Um, inquiry into this uh, does anybody find that kind of strange like a, a trainer like the person who says uh give me one more rep 
the the person who holds the um you know holds the weight if you need support the the person that jogs alongside of you and encourages you he's telling Kanye I'll drug the crap out of you and you'll go back to zombie land forever a lot of this started of course for those of you who might not remember back in 2016 when Kanye West stopped a he basically stopped a concert and he began speaking about how uh, the media and tech industry and politicians and celebrities, etc., have been out of touch with the common people and lying to people. He said, Google lied to you, Facebook lied to you, radio lied to you, etc., etc., etc. And it was after that he was put into a mental institution. There was that strange phone call. And uh, then he came out with that blonde hair. Remember, he had blonde hair right after that. And it's really strange because what's happening with Kanye West, again, I actually agree with the stuff he said about Hitler. That's not why he's crazy. I think he's he's it, it, there's a there's a thing happening in his mind where the programming is beginning to break down. That's my interpretation of it. To to some extent, not entirely. I don't think he's crazy by any means. I think he's I think he's actually a brilliant guy. I think he's extremely egotistic, but I think that there's some kind of programming breakdown. And the only thing I can think of that really parallels what's happening to Kanye uh, within like, let's say the last, the last year or so we saw something else like this happening to another celebrity. We saw something like this happening to Britney Spears. Remember the whole conservatorship. Remember Britney Spears's career. Remember? I mean, I remember Britney Spears when I was young because my sister liked her music. My sister went to one of her concerts one time. Um, I, I never liked Britney Spears, but I remember watching some of the stuff my sister watched you know, Britney Spears, at a very young age, she became hypersexualized um, at only 15 years old. She's basically a sex doll for the for the entertainment industry. And then she had a breakdown in 2008 and she was placed under a what they call conservatorship by her father or of her father. Um, her father had something to do with it, though. And then she has a team of handlers that get to decide how she lives her life. So in 2021, that's 13 years after she had her, quote, breakdown, she told a judge, and none of this is disputed, this is is how she was living her life, that her handlers had increased control of her through medication, just like Harley threatening Kanye West. They gave Britney Spears lithium. They told her and controlled her what she could eat who she could see. And they even controlled her reproduction through forced IUD. So I wonder where the feminists and where all of the abortion people are who love abortion. Women's bodies, don't touch women, 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 women. Where are you at on Britney Spears? Because the last time I checked, those people on the political spectrum love the Hollywood elite. They love Hollywood celebrities. They don't like when people like Kanye break from the mold. They don't like people like Britney Spears who break from the mold. And yet here is Britney Spears last year. We did two shows on this. I think one of the shows was called I'm a Slave for You. Oops, oops, they did it again. I'm a Slave for You. Referencing one of her earlier songs where they medicated her. They put her on lithium. They controlled what she could eat, what she could drink, and even who she could have sex with. And they had birth control forced upon her. She didn't want that birth control. She even said, 
that they would literally they they remove the door from her room and the and the um the handlers i mean i'm i'm guessing her i mean her father was probably involved in this as well cuz he was the, the, he ran the conservatorship he controlled all of her assets and what she couldn't couldn't do uh, the handlers probably controlled him they would watch her get undressed and get dressed they would watch her do everything i assume they even watched her go to the bathroom and take a shower she had no privacy she was forced drugged she was forced to to eat certain things or to not eat other things, forced to have sex with certain people and not to have sex with other people. If they were giving her a forced IUD, they were probably selling her for sex. And this is a quote from my show description last year from that show. I said this. I said, what many don't realize, though, is that this is happening under legal constraints or not to countless other women and men, including children, in the music entertainment industry. They are traumatized, abused, drugged, enslaved, and robbed of their talent, most often without ever uh, having a court intervene, as is the case of Britney Spears. I said that last year. And we know, and we've known for some time now, we know that that is exactly what was happening to Kanye West. Let me read you that text message again. His trainer told him, the second option is, I have you institutionalized again where they medicate the crap out of you and you go back to zombie land forever. I think it would have been more significant if he said wonderland because that's the kind of terminology. I've not heard zombie land, but like wonderland, Um, you know, like um, Peter Pan or something from Disney. Uh, Those are the programming themes. If you read Kathy uh, O'Brien's trance formation, of America. That's the book where she talks about all the big Republicans and Democrats and celebrities, etc., and how they're involved in not everybody, but certain key people um, are involved in uh, human trafficking, sex trafficking, and of course, ritual rape and torture and all sorts of other things. So we know that this has happened to Britney Spears. And as I said last year on the show, what many don't realize is that this is happening to countless other women and men. And I, had, I mean, I already wrote in my book, The Technological Elixir, about Kanye West in 2016. I mean, I knew that when I, when I did the Britney Spears show, because I've known about her for, for you know, a decade plus. I've talked about uh, the mind control over Britney Spears, the control her handlers exert. And uh, so we see the same kind of a thing happening to Kanye West. He's just got a lot more money than Britney Spears. He's got a lot more influence than Britney Spears. And he is using that to speak out. And the strange thing is, Kanye West says something about Zionism and how they control the the media and banks. And then he gets debanked. Doesn't that prove what he's saying? Why is that word so off limits? Why is the word Zionism so off limits that you say, hey, Zionists control the banks and they control celebrities through contracts. And they say, well, you're out. It's like, wouldn't you just laugh about that and say, oh, that's Kanye again. Let him keep his bank account. Doesn't that doesn't anybody find that suspicious? Does anybody find it weird that he's under investigation? One of these frivolous investigations or politically motivated investigations, because he supposedly showed pornography or something like that to employees 
um, at Adidas. Which is strange because I'm not exactly sure when they're claiming he did that. Kanye West is very opposed to pornography. He said that the Zionists, it's a small industry, Zionists use it to destroy culture. And Kanye must be reading the same books I'm reading because I got the book Gay Berlin. And in that book, that's pretty much, I mean, it's not about Zionists. It's about how pornography, it's about how transvestites, drag queens, etc. were used intentionally to degrade German women, men, culture, family, children, etc. And that's actually what led to Hitler's rise to power, where if you, if you can find an unabridged copy of Mein Kampf, which I have one, don't call the police, I have a book. In the book, he actually says that his hatred is not specifically towards all Jews. It's just unfortunate that Jewish people seem to be the ones, or Zionists seem to be the ones that are pumping this, he called it sewage, directly into the mouths of, of, of German people. That would be the pornography and the smut and the transvestites and the doesn't that sound sound kind of familiar to what's happening today? And that's the danger of all this, because it's that kind of stuff that led to Hitler coming to power in the first place. So Kanye's under investigation for that, uh, you know, because of Adidas, yet Adidas literally employs, I mean, one of their top fashion designers. We talked about her briefly. Uh on an earlier show this week, uh, I think it was the beginning of Tuesday's show, kind of a carryover from Monday. One of their top fashion designers, Lota Volkova. I don't know if she's a witch, but if you look at her Instagram, you look at the photographs, the videos, the paintings, the things that she posts, it's literally children being eaten alive. It's literally children being tortured. It's literally children with their entrails ripped out. It's literally children's bedrooms covered in blood. I'm not exaggerating. I barely can even look at these photographs. So you can hire Lota Volkova and keep her on as a fashion designer for Adidas. And she posts about children being murdered and tortured. And this is her style of art. I'll give you a little hint here. It's not art. Yet Kanye West is under investigation for showing a picture of his ex-wife who struts around naked herself uh, to people at Adidas. Kanye West loses his bank account for saying that Zionists control banks. (laughs) He loses he loses all respect from from the average person because of the way that the media paints what he says. They take a three hour Alex Jones interview And they cut it down to Kanye West said Hitler invented good things and did good things for the German people. He did, actually. And that's why he won 97% of the vote. Because people were tired of the Weimar years of Germany. And again, his trainer threatened to drug him, to put him into zombie land. This is precisely what came out in court last year, although we knew this before, about Britney Spears. It's the same Hollywood system. I call it Bollywood, but not the Indian Bollywood. I call it Ball, B-A-A-L, Ball, or B-A-E-L, Ball, Ballywood, because that is the demon that is the foundational core, I believe, of all of this. Think of Balenciaga. Stay with us. We'll be back here on The Secret Teachings in just a moment. Don't go anywhere. 
The Secret Teachings radio show is on Facebook and Twitter. Just search facebook.com forward slash The Secret Teachings to like us and TST underscore underscore radio to tweet with us. If you enjoy The Secret Teachings and want to hold years of Ryan's research in your hands, visit the website and grab a physical and digital copy of Ryan's books. Occult Arcana will introduce you to sacred myths, folklore, magic, and alchemy. The technological elixir will take you from transhumanism and AI to black goo and UFOs. Food philosophy will change your mind about what we call food, germ theory, and geoengineering. And remember, shipping is always included. Some restrictions exist for international. Visit thesecretteachings.info. From Ground Zero to the Secret Teachings. Keep your dial tuned to Ground Zero Radio. If you'd like to hear more of the Secret Teachings, if you missed a show or part of a show, sign up to the ever expanding archive at thesecretteachings.info. When you subscribe for a month or a year, you get access to the full show archive to every show after it airs. You can download and stream unlimited episodes and share your login with friends or family. With your subscription, you can also get access on the website to all of Ryan's digital books and the ever-growing montage archive. Just visit thesecretteachings.info and click on the Donate Subscribe tab at the top of the page. Use the secure PayPal link and start your membership today. By subscribing, you support The Secret Teachings, Ryan, and yourself. This is one of the best discussions I've been on in a long time. You guys are right on it. Howdy, this is Joe Mars, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. If anyone can hear this broadcast, I'm still on Earth. This is the frequency of Ground Zero Radio, Ground Zero with Clyde Lewis, and The Secret Teachings with myself, Brian Gable. are listening to the secret teachings radio one of our longtime listeners robin messaged me over on twitter and said what's happening with kanye it's almost like he's breaking and she mentioned his behavior on alex jones's show yesterday that actually got me thinking that i don't think kanye west is crazy because of what he said about how hitler did good things for germany that's an I don't think that's a disputable fact. I think that's 100% accurate. Doesn't mean he was a perfect person. I, I don't know why you can never say anything bad, uh, you know, good. You can only say bad things about Hitler. That was kind of Kanye's point. He's like, our language is controlled. You can't even say that person did something good. It has to be that person is the epitome of evil. So Robin messaged me about that, and I watched some of the interview, and I thought, I don't believe that Kanye West or gay is crazy because he said that stuff about Hitler. I think what's crazy is, one, implying that he's crazy because he said something that isn't considered acceptable to say, which was the whole point of having, you know, gay say what he wants to say. That was the whole point of Alex's show. I mean, I I know Alex doesn't agree with a lot of that stuff. So, you know, it's all about free speech. But it also... I think shows us that what's really crazy is is not so much what he said, but it's what he said mixed with his seemingly bizarre behavior, which I don't know yet. Never met the guy, never talked to the guy, so I don't know what he's like behind the scenes. 
you know, he is a performer. He is an entertainer. So maybe that's some of the reason he acts kind of strange and he doesn't have the restraints of the industry anymore, at least officially. So maybe that's the reason he acts that way. You know, maybe he he does it for some some underlying reason that he's very consciously aware of, and that's why he acts kind of strange and kind of weird. Regardless of, of, of the reason why, though, I think that there's another angle that has not been looked at, and I think Robin sort of hit the, the nail on the head uh, where she says it's like he's breaking. And I agree with Robin. I think it is like he's breaking, and I don't think it has to do with, I don't know what, you think, Robin, I don't know what anybody else who's messaged me about this thinks, but I think it has a lot more to do with what happened to Britney Spears. Last year, Britney Spears, she outright told the whole story that she was drugged, she was put on lithium, her food was controlled, who she could see, and the real kicker, she was forced to get birth control. Forced to get an IUD, which tells me that sort of like Kathy O'Brien's transformation of America, Britney Spears was probably trafficked. She was probably used as a sex doll, drugged and forced to take birth control. What does that sound like to you? And after her little breakdown in 2008, she was placed under a conservatorship of her father one of her handlers. And when we did that show, I talked about Britney Spears for years before that. We did that show. I also said on the show that what a lot of people don't realize is that this is happening to countless other women and men and children in the music slash entertainment industry. I knew about Britney Spears long before she said this stuff in court. Not because I'm smart, I've just followed the, the story before it came a big, became a huge story, big story. And now it's kind of disappeared. And now we learn a lot more about Kanye West, including how his trainer, and there's photographs of the text messages, screenshots, Harley Pasternak threatened Kanye West. This is his trainer, the guy who says, can I get you a protein shake? Come on, you can, you can do you know one more set, five more. He says, I have you institutionalized again. This is the second option he gave Kanye. I have you institutionalized again where they medicate the crap out of you and you go back to zombie land forever. Playdate with the kids just won't be the same, which also kind of sounds like a veiled threat or a not-so-veiled threat. So what's happening to Kanye is very similar to what happened to Britney Spears. She had a breakdown in 2008. Kanye West had a breakdown in 2016. And his trainer tells him, I'll have you institutionalized again. So he's the one that had him institutionalized. I wrote that in my book, The Technological Elixir. I knew that they were doing this to Kanye West because this is what they did to Britney. This is what they've done to all the celebrities. It's not just women. It's men as well. Doesn't matter if they have a billion dollars, if they're a sex symbol or whatever. And I think that's why Kanye West also seems crazy. Because regardless of what you think about his Christianity and I say the, 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 the facts that he spoke about on Alex Jones's show and on other shows, the fact is when Kanye West sits there and says, well, at the end of the day, I still love the Zionists. I, like, I truly love people. And when Kanye West says things like, not only do I love these people, but 
I've given up everything. I've given up my money. I, I, I give up all the, the supermodels. And they kind of joked about that on the show. But, I mean, here's a guy that's literally giving up his fortune. He's still got more money than I'll ever have in my life, more money than you'll ever have in your life probably. But he's given up billions of dollars. He's given up pretty much everything in Hollywood, everything in entertainment that makes you, quote, successful, all the contracts, all the deals, all the, the, the media protection. You know, when, when something happens, the media is there to protect you and spin the story. And he's, he says, I'm giving up all the supermodels. I've given up pornography. I've given up a lot of social media. And they can't control me anymore. That's, I think, another reason that he sounds so crazy. Because he says, I'm giving up all the things that they use to control us. I'm giving up the contracts. I'm giving up the pornography. I'm giving up the supermodels. And the average person, I feel like, listens to that. And, you know, you might agree, you might disagree. Um, you know, you might have a different view than I have on it. That's fine. I'd love to hear your view as well. Email me. But a lot of us also still think, I know this is, is a thing. It's, I mean, I think of it in the back of my mind. Like if someone offered me a contract, it would be the perception uh, that, well, hey, I made it. You know, someone said, hey, come over and do serious radio. We'll give you a $10 million a year. Well, that comes with stipulations. You can't talk about certain things. But in, my, in the back of my mind, I would still think like, oh, I finally made it. And I guess that's true. I would have finally made it. But do I want to be there or do I want to, quote, make it? I think that's why it's part of the reason Kanye sounds so crazy or yay sounds so crazy because he says, I'm giving up all these things. Now, you don't have to agree with him. You don't have to like him. You don't even have to agree with what I've said. And I don't think you can dispute it either because it's. It's what she said, and it's what she's experienced, and it's not really a disputable thing. But you can disagree with what I've said about Britney Spears as well. But when we take a look at how, let's say, let's say we look at the story of Kanye West and Adidas, right? Kanye West is being accused of showing pornography, or I wasn't really clear on what it was. Pornography or pictures of his ex-wife who prances around naked anyway, so I'm not really sure how that's warranting an investigation. But they launched this investigation of Kanye and Adidas just a few days ago. In fact, they launched this investigation right around the same time that we learn about Balenciaga. Now, I don't know if that sounds suspicious to you, but it sounds suspicious to me because the leading fashion designer, one of the leading people at Balenciaga, also is one of the leading designers for Adidas. And this lady, Lota Valkova, is for all intents and purposes a witch. Now, when I say witch, I don't mean Wiccan, I don't mean pagan, I don't mean earth-based belief systems. I don't mean evil. I don't mean satanic. When I say a witch, I'm talking about someone who is pure evil. Who doesn't like life. Who's made a deal with the forces of darkness that could be literal or, or symbolic. And who literally promotes and adorns images of children's bedrooms covered in blood like a murder scene. Of things that look like they're not 
art or photographs of, uh, you know, or paintings or photographs, they look like snuff videos, photographs or screenshots from a snuff video or paintings where children have their entrails ripped out or children, not paintings, but photographs of children being tortured. That's one thing to ask questions when you see those photographs from this lady, when you see those paintings from this lady, when you see her Instagram page. It's another thing to wonder, where do the actual physical kids come from? Like, where are they getting these kids to strap down to a chair and put headphones on to imply that they're being tortured and they can't go anywhere, they can't move? And they're not in some facility somewhere, they're in somebody's house. Where do they get the kids to do these photo shoots? I mean, where do you get a child who, let's say, you have uh, in the Fashion Nova ads we talked about Monday in the show called, um, the, it was the, what would we call that show? The Ball Toller. Let me go back and look at what we called that show so I can make sure I get it right. Because I can't even remember my own shows. Um, for Whom the Ball Tolls. Ball. B-A-A-L. It'll become more apparent what that means in a second. So we looked at the Fashion Nova advertisements from 2020, and they were using three-year-old kids and sexualizing them. Where do those three-year-old kids come from? And some of these photographs from this woman's Instagram, Lota Velkova, where is this girl who's maybe 10 years old? Where does she come from who's strapped down to a chair being tortured? That's not a painting. That's a real child. How about the little baby being held by the Easter bunny that looks like it's, well, I don't know what I would even call it. Looks like a pervert Easter bunny. These big, yellow, disgusting eyes, dirty costume, and the child's crying. What is that? Or the child biting the, uh, the apple with coins or can't really see it completely, but it looks like maybe even razor blades coming out of it. Like, what exactly is this stuff supposed to mean? What, what about the, the naked kids running with blood on their lower parts of their bodies, that painting? Did you see that? The people wrapped in trash bags and taped together. Or at least it looks like they're taped together, some kind of blue painter's tape. I mean, well, what is that? What about the one where there's someone laid out on a pentagram? It says the devil made me do it. The genitals are covered in blood. And there's somebody with a horned mask on over top of them performing a ritual. Like, what, what, what is that? What, what, what is this stuff? All the dolls and the bears. and Remember Michael Bormans? Michael Bormans is the painter and the artist from Belgium whose book was featured in the Balenciaga ad that replaced the BDSM teddy bear ad that got all the backlash. And when they replaced that advertisement with this advertisement, this woman with a purse and a chair, in the background you see Michael Borman's work. Michael Borman's is the guy who paints children being cannibalized. He paints pedophilia. He paints blood sacrifice, human sacrifice, figures in dark robes, just like, well, Ye's ex-wife wore. Also in that photograph and that advertisement, there's the work of Matthew Barney. Barney's line of work is called, he has a whole series called the Cremaster Cycle, which is a muscle that regulates sperm and the testes. And that original Balenciaga advertisement not only did they have the BDSM teddy bears and the children with big wide eyes, which you see a lot in the music industry, 
Go watch the song Godzilla by Eminem. You'll see it. But in this series of photographs, there is a picture of a Supreme Court decision, Ashcroft versus Free Speech Coalition, which essentially made simulated child pornography legal, as long as it was simulated and it wasn't using real kids. But they are using real kids. And that brings us back to the question, where did the three-year-olds from Fashion Nova come from? Where did these little kids holding these teddy bears come from? Where does the little girl in the Instagram post tied down to a chair and being tortured with a headset on with her mouth taped and her feet taped down to the chair, where does that girl come from? And these are children from age three in the Fashion Nova ads to maybe four and five or something like that. They couldn't have been more than five years old in the Balenciaga ads that were replaced, the recent ones, to the stuff on one of their main fashion designers' Instagram pages, Loda Valkova. And she's got, other than the, you know, the two red bloody babies that look like something from American Horror I mean, that literally could be American Horror Story. She's got this like 10-year-old girl being tortured. Like, where, where do these kids come from? I think that's a really important question. Who are the parents of these children? And she's one of the top fashion designers, not only at Balenciaga, not only at Vogue, but at Adidas. The company that is at the middle of the Kanye West investigation because he showed someone a naked picture of his ex-wife. He showed someone porn. Well, they tend to accuse you of what they themselves are doing and what they themselves are involved in. Kanye West sounds crazy because you're not allowed to ask questions about the Hitler narrative. You're not allowed to ask questions about why would someone give up contracts and supermodels and you know, random sex and pornography and Instagram, and why would people give up these things? He's got to be crazy. He's got to be nuts to do this. And he's, look at the way he's dressed. And what, part of that is probably because he's having a breakdown. He had one in 2016. They drugged him and institutionalized him, and he came out with blonde hair. Remember, he came out with blonde hair. There's pictures of it. And then he, he had met with Trump, and he looks like he's got... He's got like a Krispy Kreme glaze over his eyes. Remember that song, uh, Bon Appetit by Katy Perry? Bon Appetit by Katy Perry is a song where she has this long blonde hair and it's removed from her body so that it can be, she can be cooked. She's left with this short blonde hair, just like Britney Spears when she shaved her head. And in that song, Bon Appetit, it's actually about cannibalism. It's about her being cooked alive and eaten. Her hair is being cut off. Her tongue is being burnt, so she, cha- she basically changes her identity, and then she can't speak, which is like the old photo shoots that Eminem did where these hands come out of the darkness and grab his throat so he can't talk or can't breathe. They're basically strangling him. Or they come out and they cover the mouth so you can't say anything. They burn Katy Perry's tongue and they chop her hair off and they cook her body. At the beginning of that that um, that song, they have her. She's supposed to be naked, but she's got like a brown, tan, skin-colored bodysuit on. And she's wrapped in plastic. And these hands come in and they start molding her. Uh, and, uh, you know, kind of like, it's like dough, basically. So they're preparing her to cook her. It, the song is literally about cannibalism. 
Anybody remember that? Show of hands. Remember Amanda Bynes, Nickelodeon child star? Remember she wore a blue wig and she temporarily, she didn't dye her hair. She wore this blue wig, said she was changing her identity. She posted pictures of her at, you know, without the blonde, without the blue uh, wig. She had this blonde hair that she had shaved on one side. So she's got this split personality. One side long blonde hair, one side short blonde hair. Remember those pictures? This is the Amanda Bynes that went to court and she said that she had a microchip placed in her brain that was being used to control her. You see the same theme with Britney Spears? They drugged me. They gave me lithium. They gave me an IUD. They let people have sex with me. They watched me get undressed. They didn't let me have a door or any privacy. They controlled everything I did, everything I do. I just want to be free of this. Kind of sounds like what's happening with Kanye in a different way. But same kind of thing. His trainer said he was going to drug him and institutionalize him again. His trainer, the protein shake guy. That doesn't make any sense, does it? I mean, look at Eminem. I've been talking about Eminem for years. Eminem, he has an alter ego, right? Slim Shady. Eminem, known as Slim Shady, also has the short blonde hair. In the song My Darling, where Eminem is literally talking to a demon in a mirror, think Alice in Wonderland, Dr. Dre tells Eminem, you've become too soft after you got off the drugs. And Eminem responds by saying, all Shady is is a bottle of hair bleach and vodka. What do you think that means? His alter ego is, is just alcohol and bleaching his hair, changing his, his image, like Katy Perry having her, well, her hair chopped off in the Bone Appetite song, and then she's cooked alive. Remember the 3 a.m. song with Eminem, The Bloodbath? The mirror wandering through the halls of the mental institution. Anybody see Stranger Things? Character, uh, what was her name, Eleven? And, you know, she was raised as a test subject for experiments pertaining to mind control, remote viewing, Montauk is what they're referencing. They were going to call it the Montauk Project or Montauk Show or something like that. Had to change the name, though. It was a little too close to reality. They were actually going to film it in New York at Montauk, and they were told no. Well, Eleven has this shaved head, and when she finally starts to experience what life is like to be a normal girl, uh, the other characters dress her in a blonde wig and place her in front of a mirror. Uh, I can think of a bunch of other, uh, other people. Mars Argo is another good example of this. Uh, her name is Brittany Alexandria Sheets. She also had the blonde hair. She was literally, I mean, this isn't even a debatable thing either. She was controlled in her band by a guy named Titanic Sinclair, who also is one of the handlers slash influencers of the girl I talk about a lot named Poppy. Poppy is the girl who literally makes promotional videos about how she's brainwashing and controlling the minds with sounds of her listeners, of her followers. She, she literally uses the, the black and white spiraling vortex. She literally sings about how much she loves AI and wants the human race to die. That's her image. This girl's like early 20s. Or how about Miley Cyrus? Remember Miley Cyrus? Remember her dad, Billy Ray Cyrus, said 
that Miley has a bunch of handlers and he can't get access to his own daughter a lot of the time and that they drug her and she's used as a sex symbol. Remember that photo shoot she did where she was a crack-smoking baby trying to pull off her best Hunter Biden? And in the song, in the photo shoot, in the, in the video, she's literally talking about how, as a crack-smoking baby, she wants to be molested as she spreads her legs and holds onto a giant bottle. And then remember, there was that comedian, that disgusting piece of garbage, Amy Schumer, who went on television in a large diaper with a bottle. Very similar imagery. Another singer named Sia, or CIA, essentially, S-I-A. Uh, she had, you know, she has blonde hair, and she has a little girl featured in her videos dancing. This little girl is a really great dancer. She did a song called Chandelier, and the girl that was dancing, Madison Nicole uh, Zeigler, I think is her last name, she wears this tan bodysuit, just like the one Katy Perry wore in Bon Appetit. And her body movements are very robotic. And she, she basically hangs herself as a child, a naked child, hangs herself in this, what looks like a, looks like a house. There's different rooms in the music video, if you look at Chandelier. And it looks like, um, it looks like the house is like almost abandoned or it's used to, I don't know, to make meth uh, or to torture people. Other images of the little girl depict her in a black room with hands coming out of the darkness and choking her, just like the Eminem photos from all those years ago. In another, she sticks her hand down her throat so she cannot speak or breathe. What do you think all this represents? Remember Lindsay Lohan's breakdown in 2000? Um, what was that, early 2000s? And she started speaking another language. Remember in 2008, the nude photo shoot for the New York uh, Magazine? where she was mimicking Marilyn Monroe, who famously had blonde curly hair, sex kit and mind control, if you will, symbolism. Like, you know, you see all this kind of stuff, felines and, 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 and kitty cats, and that's what they call sex kit and mind control, which has worked its way into the pornography industry and furries and all that fetish stuff. And you might wonder, well, what, what, what's, what's with the rabbits with this Loda Volkova woman that works for Balenciaga and Vogue and works for um, Adidas. What's with the rabbits? Well, I don't think I have to tell you what's with the rabbits. Think about it for a second. Follow the white rabbit. There's a white rabbit, a dirty white rabbit, with drugged out, crazy, psychopath eyes. Looks like it has a disease holding a little child in some of her Instagram photos. What about the, uh, the rabbits that are painted holding on to a man and a woman, or it looks like a woman being taken from a man and the man is like beaten and abused and they're taking the woman from him. I and mean, what, what does a rabbit represent? I mean, more than anything, if you read any dictionary on symbols, a rabbit is a symbol of sexuality. A rabbit is a symbol of sex. I mean, this is like some eyes wide shut stuff. What do you think this is all about? Sexual perversity. Child abuse. I don't know if you even want me to tell you this, but the CEO of the Balenciaga parent company who I think is married to um, Salma Hayek. The, uh, the billionaire of the caring company literally owns an auction house 
where statues of little children with penises for faces are sold for tens of thousands of, these are in euros, I think it's tens of thousands of dollars, but tens of thousands of euros as well. That's the CEO of the Balenciaga parent company. We'll talk about that a little bit when we come back. At the core of all of this is, well, Balenciaga. And as I call tonight's show, Bollywood, not the Indian Bollywood, not the Indian Hollywood, it's Bollywood. There is a demon at the core of all of this. All of this is an expression of that demon. I'm going to read you in both mythology and dictionaries on demonology what that demon is and what that demon is all about. And I think a lot of this will make a lot more sense. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. More after this. Don't go anywhere. If anyone can hear this broadcast, I'm still on Earth. This is the frequency of Ground Zero Radio. Ground Zero with Clyde Lewis and The Secret Teachings with myself, Brian Gable. You are listening to The Secret Teachings. To contact the show, to share information and your opinion, or give recommendations, email rdgable at yahoo.com. Visit the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash The Secret Teachings, or visit the website at www.thesecretteachings.info. If you're looking for a great gift that keeps on giving this year, check out one of my four books for the holiday season. Occult Arcana is a monumental collection of esoteric and occult lore. The technological elixir looks at UFOs, demonology in the music industry, and the soul and spirit in relation to modern technology. Liberty Shrugged, my new book, takes you on a historical journey through the concepts of natural liberty and provides a different angle on the American Revolution. Food philosophy explores food industry propaganda, advertising tricks, and geoengineering. Get all four books only at thesecretteachings.info in softcover or digital. That's thesecretteachings.info. If you'd like to hear more of The Secret Teachings, if you missed a show or part of a show, sign up to the ever-expanding archive at thesecretteachings.info. When you subscribe for a month or a year, you get access to the full show archive to every show after it airs. You can download and stream unlimited episodes and share your login with friends or family. With your subscription, you can also get access on the website to all of Ryan's digital books and the ever-growing montage archive. Just visit thesecretteachings.info and click on the Donate Subscribe tab at the top of the page. Use the secure PayPal link and start your membership today. By subscribing, you support The Secret Teachings, Ryan, and yourself. People ask me all the time what they can do to take control of their lives when facing a daily onslaught of dis- and misinformation. I say take control of your body and mind with water filtration. Visit www.thesecretteachings.info and click on our affiliate sponsor link with Pro One Water Filters at the top of the page to search for a water filter for the home, camping trip, and even the shower. They filter countless contaminants and make a wonderful gift for friends, family, and yourself. That's Pro One Water Filters at thesecretteachings.info. Hello. Folks, this is Jordan Maxwell, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings, excellent shows with your host, Ryan Gable. Think about your hero when you're at ground zero and call up to the fall of back to me. 
Attention, you are tuned into restricted airspace. Tune out immediately. This is the frequency of the secret teachings on Ground Zero Radio. Hi everyone, this is Mark Passio and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. You are listening to The Secret Teachings Radio, hour number two. I'm Ryan Gable, your host. If you'd like to contact the show, rdgable at yahoo.com or tstradio at protonmail.com. You can listen to The Secret Teachings Monday through Friday, 10 p.m. to midnight Pacific on Ground Zero.radio right after Clyde Lewis and Ground Zero. On Fridays, the show will start a half hour later because Clyde has his Beyond Ground Zero after show. If you'd like to listen to the show after it airs, if you can't stay up late or, I guess, uh, depending on where you are, early in the morning, you can subscribe to our archive at www.thesecretteachings.info. You can also listen to the show for free on any radio or podcast player, which if you are listening on one of those places, one of those platforms, please leave us a review. Let us know what you think of the show. Share the show with your friends and family. So you can listen for free. You just have to listen to those advertisements or you can subscribe to the full archive and you don't have to listen to those ads. You'll get the full show archive, the montages, my digital books, and a private RSS feed. And the subscription deal is only $40 for the next year. If you just visit our website and subscribe today, you will keep us on air. You will be not only a helpful hand in supporting us, you will be one of the supports that allows us to do what we do Monday through Friday, every single week, every month, year after year after year. Really appreciate everybody who has already bought a book or subscribed to the show, and a lot of people have been doing that for Christmas, uh, getting books as gifts, etc., Again, if you have any questions about that, email me rdgable at yahoo.com or tstradio at protonmail.com. So the CEO of Balenciaga's parent company, Kering, K-E-R-I-N-G, a guy who is married to actress Salma Hayek, owns something called Christie's Auction House. Now, I warn you that if you go looking for this, it's disturbing And especially if you have anybody around you, don't look this up with someone around you without telling them what you're doing because this stuff is is very perverted and just disgusting. I wouldn't even have this on my phone. If you go to the the auction house, there's some pictures of, of what they're selling. This stuff really honestly makes me want to throw up. Uh, There's an art piece. One example, $140,000. It's called F-U-C-K, Face. That's what the name of the piece is. It's literally a little child, maybe two and a half, three years old, wearing a shirt only and some little tiny cloth shoes with its mouth open and it has a fully erect penis for a nose. I'm not making that up. That's the piece that you can buy for $140,000. They have another one with a girl who has, it looks like 
Adidas shoes. And she's totally naked, but she kind of looks like a mannequin. And she has the same open mouth, long black hair, and a fully erect penis for a nose. Here's another one. This one is a person with a shirt on. Looks like they have their their hand or their finger literally in their backside. Uh, they also look like they have a pair of Adidas on. These are red Adidas. Uh, they have uh, wild hair, of huge, almost like, I mean, I, I don't know what, like almost like a, just a giant, ridiculous clown wig almost. And they have an erect penis for a nose. Then it gets weirder. Here's another statue. This statue is, I think they call it zygotic. It's literally a bunch of people wearing Nike shoes, but they're all like merged. To, it looks like something from, um, uh, like, you know, the thing, the movie, the thing, John Carpenter, where all the, you know, the dogs and, you know, the, the humans get kind of brought together and turned into this monstrous creature. That's what it looks like. And it's a, it's like four different girls that are like attached together. Um, there's a fifth girl who's been decapitated. That's a statue. You can you can buy that. That's uh, you know that's great. Uh, here's another one: a two-headed child, uh, a, a naked a, a naked young girl. Uh, these are statues. Here's another. This one's probably the most disturbing. Here's a a naked girl with uh, sneakers on, and then there's like another girl with her legs open, and in the center of that is like. I can't tell if that's female reproductive or if that's like inside the body. It's supposed to be an image of inside. I'm not sure. It's it's called cockroach kid. Maybe that's the kind of cockroach that Joe Biden was talking about when he called black kids cockroaches. Then there's like this weird one. It, this is called this is called doggy, where they've got Nike shoes on and there's literally like two kids that merge together and it's like they're having sex. Two boys. Uh, another one that is literally girls and boys all merged together and uh, they all have, you know, most of them have erect penises for noses. Uh, it is, it is stuff that makes you want to throw up another one where a man has his, had his penis cut off and he's been hanged on a tree. And then there's another man next to him who's had his head and arms cut off. Those have been hung on the tree and then he's hung upside down on the tree. Uh, and that's not a lynching thing. These are, I don't know what that's supposed to be. So those are some of them. And then they get, more hellish uh, skeletons with maggots hanging off of a tree. Um, just very disturbing imagery. And I'm, I'm only, honestly, if I wasn't a radio host, if I didn't do this show, if I had talked about this stuff for 13 years, I don't think I could look at it. I understand when people are like, nope, that's too much. I can't look at that. I get it. It is too much. So all of those little statues, and these are coming in at $100,000, $150,000, uh, that's American, uh, U.S. dollars. Uh, a series uh, that I think it's called, let me see here, make sure I get this correct. On the Christie's website, the feature series is by brothers Jake and Dinos Chapman. And these are mannequins of children with erect penises and and a whole bunch of other stuff that's really perverted and uh, disgusting. I'm sure Tony Podesta probably has couple of these in his house. 
So it's really interesting. Uh, they've got the Adidas shoes on, right? This one girl has the Adidas shoes with an erect penis for a nose. I think there's another one that has the Adidas shoes. I think those are red Adidas. And Adidas is one of the fashion uh, clothing, you know, shoe companies all in the fashion world. They're one of the companies that employs Lata Valkova, who's also employed by Vogue and Balenciaga. And here's the woman who has all over her Instagram page what looks like children's bedrooms covered in blood like somebody was murdered in a struggle. She has people that look like they've been burned or run over, something that looks like it's a snuff video, children painted with their entrails ripped out, children that are real children being tortured with headphones and tape all over their body, perverted-looking, disgusting disease-ridden, dirty people in rabbit suits. Rabbit suit is dirty and disgusting. Holding little babies. So I don't have to tell you that that's Alice in Wonderland, follow the white rabbit, multiple personalities, mind control, transformation of America, Kathy O'Brien stuff. Little children being eaten by giant monsters. Children that are being tortured children that are running naked through the woods with their genitals blotted out with red paint, blood. Actually, you know what that reminds me of? This one image from her Instagram page. One of the top fashion designers, she does Adidas, and Adidas, I guess, is part of this this, uh, auction house that's owned by the CEO. I mean, this is all connected. The CEO of Balenciaga's parent company owns this auction house with this Adidas stuff and the erect penises on the kids. And then one of the Adidas fashion designers is also the top fashion designer for Vogue and Balenciaga, among others. And her Instagram page is filled with all the same kind of imagery. And this one image of the children, they might not be so much like five-year-olds. I think these look like maybe 10, 12, maybe 13-year-old, in some case, boys. There's four of them that you can make out. They look, they're painted. Uh, They look like they're about maybe 13, 14, maybe 15-year-old boys, totally naked, running through the woods. To me, that sounds like the most dangerous game. I've listened to interviews and I've read interviews of people that I'm thinking of one woman in particular um, who married into the mafia, but not like your traditional Italian mafia uh, in Italy and similar stories in places like Belgium, you know, where they have that castle of darkness uh, one of those big global government headquarters down the road, essentially just right around the corner. And they, um, this woman said that she was, she married in, they went to an event and they literally had the penises of children in jars preserved, like, you know, something you'd see at a doctor's office, like a, you know, a cancerous tumor or a kidney or a liver. They just had children's genitals in containers Maybe you don't believe that. I, I don't know. I didn't see it, so I don't know. Maybe she's not telling the truth. I don't know. Just remember this interview. And she said that they they would release naked children into the woods and hunt them. That's what this image is that Lota Volkova has on her Instagram page. It's children naked running through the woods covered in what looks like it's paint that just kind of smears their lower parts. You'd imagine that they're either hunted and then their penises are cut off 
or maybe they're cut off and then they're made to run and then they're hunted down and killed. Like, what do you, what do you think that is? What do you think that's supposed to represent? Remember in 2020, that movie came out called The Hunt? Here is a description of that movie. Twelve strangers wake up in a clearing. They don't know where they are or how they got there. In the shadow of a dark internet conspiracy theory, ruthless elitists gather at a remote location to hunt humans for sport. Is the conspiracy theory ruthless or is the practice itself ruthless? Her Instagram page goes on, a woman being taken from a man, more rabbit symbolism, more rabbits, that's a painting, people in trash bags taped up. I don't believe that the people in trash bags taped up or the little girl taped to a chair with headphones on being tortured or the little baby with the perverted, disgusting rabbit or the guy that's on the ground covered in blood or the children's bedroom covered in blood. It looks like there was a struggle and maybe somebody was raped and murdered. I don't think any of that is fake, folks. I don't think any of that is made up. I don't think any of that's a set. I think that's real. That's what my spirit and soul tells me. That's real. But she doesn't get censored or shadow banned from Instagram. And there's images on here that look like they look like something from from a Rothschild party. One of these images looks like something that literally is like a scene from Eyes Wide Shut. And that movie itself is is pretty sterile. Of course, the photo that everybody's seen of her in her red outfit covered in blood, her hands are in blood, her face looks plastic, and she's holding these two red babies that look like, it actually looks like something from American Horror Story. So she's the designer for one of the designers at Adidas. Adidas shoes are also used in this this uh, sculpture art collection by Jake and Dinos Chapman being sold at Christie's Auction House. And that is owned by the guy who is the CEO of Caring, which is the parent company of Balenciaga, and he's married to Salma Hayek. I mean, she's beautiful. He looks like a pervert, but that's how it goes in Hollywood. Funny thing is, the New York Times, covering the story, said that the story of Balenciaga with these kids, with these children, uh, the BDSM stuff, all of that is um, what happens when, this is their headline, it's what happens when high fashion and QAnon collide. So you can tell by the by the headline, the New York Times either supports it or they refuse to refuse to look at it or I don't know. It's kind of weird, right? Why would the New York Times look at this stuff and then be like, "Oh yeah, um yeah, this is just a QAnon conspiracy theory." There's photographs of it. They filed a PR stunt lawsuit. The people that they promote, the artists, depict children cannibalized and tortured and murdered like Michael Bormans. But it's all just QAnon and high fashion coming together. You can read the article if you'd like. It's just, um, it's not even really worth my time. I, I mean, I've, I've read through it, but it's not worth my time to sit here and read it to you now because it's, It's a disgusting justification for, well, it's 
for the BDSM and for the child uh, sacrifice and for all that. And it's not just uh, it's not just the New York Times. Even the View. You know that show with all those ladies that just regurgitate and repeat the talking points of whatever script it is that is put in front of them. They said the same thing. You can go listen to that interview too. The the view they said, well, um, I mean, I don't know if it's right to do it at this moment, but you know, this it's not really that bad, right? It's not really that bad. It's okay. It's okay to do it. So try to follow the the thread of all of this. Try to figure out what exactly is going on here when you see all these connections and then you realize Kanye West is being investigated for showing porn to people at Adidas. Why would Kanye West do that? Hasn't he been off the porn wagon for a long time? Maybe he's a liar. Why is Kanye West being investigated for showing pictures of his ex-wife who runs around naked anyway? But nobody is concerned with Adidas and these child sculptures with penis noses or weird orgies or people cut in half, and how that company selling those statues is owned by the CEO of the parent company of Balenciaga, who's married to a huge Hollywood celebrity. And the woman that's also a fashion designer for Balenciaga and Adidas is an advocate, I guess, based on her her own posts and what she says. She's an advocate for child abuse and child torture and rape and murder and snuff films and then the advertisements that replaced the original Balenciaga ads, they were, you know, in the background featuring the work of people like Michael Bormans who show cannibalism and all this other stuff. So I'm wondering why the New York Times would say high fashion meets QAnon. Probably because the whole QAnon narrative was spun so that when things like this come out, whether it's organic or it's not, this is what happens. Oh, it's just more QAnon stuff. Well, that's funny because I don't believe in QAnon. I think QAnon's a psyop. I didn't buy the Pizzagate story. I read some of the Clinton emails, and those emails that I read and the emails that I have a copy of are nothing at all like the Pizzagate narrative. They created a counter-narrative. They created a counter and an alternative narrative to obfuscate the real narrative, the real story. Here's one of the ladies from The View telling us about Balenciaga. What's going on here? I found this ad campaign particularly distasteful um, in this moment. So there's this, there's growing anti-LGBTQ sentiment right now. And how it's being framed is as portraying, you know, trans people as groomers. This is a term you'll hear on the far right. They're groomers. This is where you get the anti-drag queen stuff that we're seeing. So Balenciaga played right into their hands by having kids in a sexualized manner, carrying something that represents, you know, sex acts. I think it was a really bad misstep at a moment where it's just kind of a dangerous time to even give credence to those kind of insane takes. Yeah. Insane takes. So putting children in those positions with people that sell and buy sculptures for hundreds of thousands of dollars of children with erect penises for noses with Adidas shoes and the designers of both of those companies, the designers at both those companies, people like Lota Volkova, uh, has images of children being tortured and murdered and their entrails being ripped out and people being abused and put in cages and all that kind of stuff. Kathy O'Brien, Transformation of America kind of stuff. And she says this is people buying into the right-wing narrative and anti-LGBT sentiment. Like, what, is that, what does Balenciaga have to do with LGBTQ? 
what does the children in these images have to do with LGBTQ? She's putting gay people and lesbians and queers except into the category of child abuse and child torture and child rape and sexualizing children. You should be offended by that, I would think, if you're if you're you know LGBTQ. Because do you do you believe in what Balenciaga does or Adidas or any of these other people in Hollywood? Do you believe in that kind of stuff? And look, here's the bottom line. Kanye West or Ye, he's not the only person to have broken away from the industry. Britney Spears is not the only person to have broken away from the industry. And to tell you the exact same thing. They drugged me, they abused me, they tortured me, they sold me for sex, etc. People that don't even break away from the industry, they show you this in their music. They show you this in what we call entertainment, out of Hollywood. Now, I call Hollywood Bollywood. Not because it's, you know, the Indian Hollywood. Because there is a demon at the core of the perversity that comes out of Hollywood. And that comes out of the entertainment industry. That comes out of high fashion. There's always references to demons and devils, and sometimes that's for shock value, obviously. Sometimes that's to just get people talking so they watch the video or they listen to the song or they watch the movie or the TV show. I mean, recently, there was a TV show that aired a scene where these kids or elves, it's a Santa Claus TV series on Disney+, Plus, the Santa Clauses, which is a uh, miniseries. And these elves or these kids come out and they're singing and dancing around and they hold up these signs and it says, we love you, supposed to say Santa, but it says, we love you, Satan. And maybe that's just to get people to talk about the show so people watch the show. A lot of times that's probably all that it is, but when you see this so consistently in Hollywood, when you see this so consistently in entertainment in general, you have to start to wonder, why is it that they use the same imagery? Why is it that they use the same character types, like the same archetypical characters, the same types of demons or the same types of uh, entities? Like, for example, Satan. All of us know Satan. But what about other demons? that you might not know their names, but they appear more often than not in some of the most popular music, some of the most popular TV shows and movies, etc. There's a singer named Billie Eilish. I'm sure a lot of you know Billie Eilish. When I first listened to Billie Eilish's music, I thought the same kind of a thing when I first listened to Florence Welsh's music. When I listened to Florence and the Machine the first time, I thought, this woman has got to have some kind of background or whoever's producing and writing her music has to have some kind of background in like Wiccanism or mythology or occultism. And then I found out that she actually studied to be a witch and that I think it was her mother was a university professor. So she was very well educated and she knew a lot about things that we talk about here on The Secret Teachings and that came through very clearly in her music, except the difference between Florence Welsh's music and Billie Eilish's music is whoever is behind Billie Eilish's music is using their knowledge for totally different reasons. If you listen to Welsh's music, Florence Welsh's music, it's about 
love and leaving material possessions behind and spirituality and connecting with people and God. And when you listen to Billie Eilish's music, it's taking all of those things and inverting them. And here's something that I find really interesting. You know how celebrities take on alter egos like Eminem, Slim Shady, Marshall Mathers, you know, remember that old TV show, Miley Cyrus, she would change in between the different characters Hannah Montana, Miley Cyrus, Hannah Montana, the blonde wig we talked about earlier. Well, Billie Eilish is another one of those characters. Think about the name for a second. Billie Eilish. Not Eyelash, Eilish. Or Elish. There's an old story out of Mesopotamia about creation. If you type this into the internet, you'll find it. Enuma Elish. And there are a couple different ways to spell it. E-N-U-M-A-E-L-I-S. And I've heard it pronounced a number of different ways. It's also spelled Enuma, E-N-U-M-A-E-L-I-S-H. Enuma Elish or Eilish. It is usually written in the Akkadian cuneiform, so you can't really read that unless you read Akkadian. But uh, the English spelling is Enuma Elish. It's one of the seven tablets of creation from the Mesopotamian creation mythos. The name Enuma Elish means, among other things, when on high. In other words, Billie Eilish's name, therefore, could be translated in ancient Sumerian and Babylonian and Akkadian to Billy on high. What is Billy? Just a name? Billy is actually a title that is bestowed to the general archetype of evil. Remember in Stranger Things, that punk kid Billy, who ends up being possessed by the shadow monster, Slim Shady, essentially. It's the shadow monster to the Slim Shady, the hat man, the slender man, etc. Which is also in Billie Eilish's music, the hat man behind the curtain, one of her live performances. Billy is a name bestowed to the devil and to various incarnations of evil. Billie Eilish, therefore, could mean the devil on high. But more specifically, Billy is a name that we give to inner. Uh, but more importantly, Billy is a name we give to evil in general. And Billy comes from Bill, Bell, Baal, or Baal. A Canaanite god of fertility and a number of other things who demanded human sacrifice. Therefore, Billy Eilish could translate to. Ball on high. Now that's just a name. Might not mean anything. It's just a name. I'm, I'm stretching for, for meaning here, for purpose here. Until you listen to this girl's music. One particular song is called You Should See Me in a Crown. Where she literally is using the imagery of the demon ball. Who is known as the first king of hell. When we come back from break, I'm going to get into my Encyclopedia of Mythology, my first edition copy of the Dictionary of Demonology by Colin de Plancy, and some other sources. 
to read to you what ball is, who ball is, and how that applies not only to Billie Eilish, but to Balenciaga. And everything else we've talked about on the show tonight. Essentially, at its core, we are discussing Hollywood or Bollywood, but not the Indian Bollywood. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. There's a lot more after this. Don't go anywhere. Listening to the Secret Teachings. For more information on the show or to contact Ryan, visit thesecretteachings.info or email Ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com. Hey, this is John Peasy at johnpeasy.com, and I'm here with Ryan Gable from The Secret Teachings. If you're looking for a great gift that keeps on giving this year, check out one of my four books for the holiday season. Occult Arcana is a monumental collection of esoteric and occult lore. The technological elixir looks at UFOs, demonology in the music industry, and the soul and spirit in relation to modern technology. Liberty Shrugged, my new book, takes you on a historical journey through the concepts of natural liberty and provides a different angle on the American Revolution. Food philosophy explores food industry propaganda, advertising tricks, and geoengineering. Get all four books only at thesecretteachings.info in softcover or digital. That's thesecretteachings.info. You could listen to this. And again, you know, people say David has no evidence. David has no evidence. I hate this channel. Or you could listen to The Secret Teachings with myself, Ryan Gable, five nights a week on Ground Zero Radio. Join us to explore the outer limits of history, symbolism, parapolitics, and more. We'll explore a little bit of everything, but don't take my word for it. I'm kind of like you. I'm the last of a dying breed, a generalist. That's The Secret Teachings, five nights a week on Ground Zero Radio. This is Kev Baker of The Kev Baker Show, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. Thanks, Ryan. This is David Knight with thedavidknightshow.com, and you're listening to The Secret Teaching. Broadcasting from somewhere between the normal and abnormal. A collection of question marks. No reason, no explanation. Just a prolonged nightmare in which fear, loneliness, and the unexplainable walk hand in hand through the shadows. It's The Secret Teachings on Ground Zero Radio. You are listening to The Secret Teachings Radio. I'm your host, Ryan Gable. Tonight we've taken a look at not only Balenciaga as a company, but also Adidas and the strange parallels between Adidas and one of the top fashion designers for Balenciaga, a woman that also works for Vogue, and the strange connection to Adidas, that fashion designer who works for Adidas and Balenciaga, and the CEO of the parent company of Balenciaga, who runs a website selling statues of children with erect penises for noses and children that are having sex and mashed and merged together. And one of the fashion designers for Balenciaga, not just this woman, Volkova, it's her last name, Lota Volkova, but also one of the creative directors for Balenciaga, Dimna 
Givasalia, who according to a New York Post article, I'm going to read you the first sentence. As Balenciaga's creative director since 2015, Demna Givasalia often wears a black fabric full face mask, especially when being photographed. Maybe that's what Kanye West was wearing when he was on Alex Jones's show. He was wearing the Dimna collection, the full black face mask. Just like Ye's ex-wife wearing something that looks like it belongs to the Ben Gesserit. Something that looks like it belongs in a Michael Borman's painting. The black-robed figures around the person being sacrificed. So let's put all of this together. The Balenciaga BDSM ad, the children, the drugs, the alcohol, the big eyes, the teddy bears in bondage gear, the teddy bears with the big eyes. People keep saying panda eyes, bear eyes. Well, teddy bear eyes could mean love and sex. Panda eyes are when women wear a lot of makeup and then it runs maybe during sex. So there's a sexual component to that. They replace that advertisement with another ad with the work of people like Michael Bormans. Then we find out that the CEO of the parent company for Balenciaga, who's married to Salma Hayek, famous actress, the CEO of their parent company, Balenciaga, owns a auction house called Christie's Auction House, where they're selling for hundreds of thousands of dollars children with erect penises for body parts, for noses, children merged together, children having sex, people chopped to bits, hanging off of trees. We watched how The View and how the New York Times defended Balenciaga in the midst of all of this. And we listened to how Kanye West is painted, especially after his Alex Jones interview, how he's painted as this crazy person who even Alex Jones doesn't believe what he's saying. And Alex Jones is crazy, right? Some people think Kanye's crazy because of his comments that Hitler wasn't the guy that history has made him out to be, which I agree with. That's the case, certainly. Some people think Kanye's crazy because he gave up his contracts and supermodels and porn and social media. I don't think that's crazy. I think that's quite sane. Maybe Kanye is acting the way that he is because he's trying to prevent further harm from coming to himself. If he acts crazy, then regardless of what he says, even if what he says he believes, then he's going to seem crazy. They can paint him as that assassinate his character, but then they won't actually kill him because he's socially killing himself, hoping that the seeds are planted and people look into what he's saying. Maybe he's doing that. I don't know. But when he wore that black face mask and we learn that Balenciaga's creative director, Demna Givasalia, also wears the black fabric full face mask when being photographed, just like Kanye West took a photo with Alex Jones with the black face mask on, You have to think that Kanye knows maybe a little bit more than he's even saying. Even though he sort of brushes the Balenciaga stuff off to the side, he's focused on love and Christ and Zionism, etc. Maybe Kanye West is also having a break. A break that is similar to how Britney Spears broke down in 2008. Kanye broke down in 2016. He was institutionalized, put on drugs. Britney Spears, remember... She was institutionalized. She was placed under a conservatorship 
And just last year, we found out officially out of her mouth, we know for sure she was drugged. She was forced to undress in front of her handlers. She was forced to receive an IUD. She was forced to have sex with certain people. Put somebody on drugs and you give them birth control. And I'm supposed to believe that that's for her to consensually have sex with whoever she wants. No, that's for her to be trafficked as a sex slave, just like Kathy O'Brien wrote. And I said that last year, knowing about the 2016 Kanye story, that what's happening to Britney Spears happens to others, just like Kanye, who comes out with the blonde hair. And that it's happening to children as well, and this is how the industry works. Kanye's personal trainer also told him, if you don't stop what you're doing, the second option is, and he shared the text message Kanye did, I have you institutionalized again where they medicate the crap out of you and you go back to zombie land forever. And now Kanye's under investigation for showing porn or something like that at the Adidas headquarters or at an Adidas office when the top fashion designer for Adidas is a, and I mean, in her own photographs, her own Instagram page, she's a peddler of uh, snuff and children being sacrificed and tortured and babies being abused and It's all right there. Then you look at some of the advertisements that Balenciaga had originally put out, right? And we talked about this on Monday, for whom the ball tolls. And I said ball intentionally because ball is a god or a demon that takes on all of these various elements of evil. He's known throughout various cultures stemming from Mesopotamia as a demon of everything from storms to human sacrifice, from fertility to agriculture. I want to point something out to you. If you get online and you type in Balenciaga, doesn't matter what articles come up, just type in the name Balenciaga and see how the word is spelled. How is the word spelled? B-A-L-E-N-C-I-A-G-A, Balenciaga. Now, you would think that a company of professionals would know how to spell the name of their company. When you look at the advertisement of the little boy in his sweater and sweatpants and red shoes, and you look at the little kid's room, which has writing all over the wall and drawing of a little devil in the background, There's some yellow caution tape on the floor just right of the abused BDSM bear. And the caution tape says Balenciaga, except they spelled Balenciaga wrong. Because they spelled it B-A-A-L-E-N-Ciaga. Why would they accidentally spell the name of their company wrong? Well, the answer to that question is, or that implication is that they wouldn't. They spelled it the way that they meant to spell it. This isn't something somebody wrote. This is some type of caution tape that was made, that was produced. So when I said Balenciaga is Balenciaga Monday on the show from For Who the Bell Tolls, I wasn't just saying that for show or to be cute. Because in their advertisement, 
That's their advertisement. That was placed there. They spell the name of their company, Ball, B-A-A-L, in Siaga. Our show Monday, For Whom the Ball Tolls, gets us into the subject of Balenciaga a little bit. Everything tonight is an extension of that. And now what I'm about to share with you is the crescendo. Ball and Siaga, in their own photo shoot, they refer to their own company as Ball, B-A-A-L. Now, I said I have three books in front of me as we ended the last segment. I have an encyclopedia of mythology. I have a copy of Colin DePlancy's Dictionary of Demonology, not the illustrated one, but the text one. And I also have an old, uh, older, it's not too old, um, Demon Tarot deck. And there's a booklet that came with it that describes this demon. Now, if you just saw Ball in Siaga, if you heard me say Ball, it's a demon, it would be one thing if it was a seemingly random demon. Like if I just open up my demonology book here and I pick out the the demon, let's see, I'll pick up, pick up a random demon here. Um, Furfur, a deer-looking character with wings. Or if I just opened it to another random page and Forcus. You ever heard of Forcus? You ever heard of any of those demons? No, probably not. Why Ball? This is what the encyclopedia says about Ball. Ball means lord or owner. It was the name given by many Canaanite tribes to their chief god. When the Israelites entered the land of Canaan, they took up the word and used it to describe any alien god. It is as a general term for a false god that the name Baal is used in the Bible. The most renowned Baal of Canaanite mythology was the rain and fertility god associated with the storm god Hadad. He lived on a mountain in the north of the region and was sometimes referred to as Lord of the North. Who else is Lord of the North? Odin? Who else is Lord of the North? Santa Claus lives in the north. Did you see the video clip from the Santa Clauses on Disney Plus where the kids got together and held up the signs? We love you, Satan. Santa says, no, you spelled that wrong. And they say, oh, they get moving around and we love you, Santa. The grand architect, the great architect, Saturn, long white beard, the grim reaper, death. Here is a description from Colin DePlancy's dictionary. Who is Ball? Spelled B-A-A-L or B-A-E-L. Ball is the demon named in the great book of spells as the head of the powers of hell. He is the first king in hell. His states are in the eastern part of hell. He had three heads of which is shaped like a frog another like a man, and the third like a cat. His voice is harsh, but he is a very good fighter. The more recent tarot deck booklet I have says, in the Old Testament, the word Baal, which is the likely origin of the name Baal, B-A-E-L, Baal, was a term used to describe several old gods, see also Beelzebub, but it was also often used as a general term for lord, master, or person in charge. Sources disagree as to which ancient deity, if not all of them named Baal, eventually evolved into Baal, and as such, Colin DePlancy's Baal is shown with the head of a cat, a frog, and a king, possibly to cover all the previous incarnations 
of the deity. They're all pretty much saying the same thing. Baal is a god that represents many things. He's a general god. He particularly represents evil and manifestations of evil. There is a singer in Hollywood named Billie Eilish. I've done a couple of shows on Billie Eilish before. And every time we do a show, we have to start by breaking down the name Billie Eilish. The term ball or bail, B-A-E-L or B-A apostrophe A-L or B-A-A-L or sometimes just B-A-L. Ball is also known as bail. Not just B-A-E-L, but bail is also spelled bell, B-E-L. So you have B-A-A-L or B-A-L, B-A-E-L, pronounced more like bail, and then you have the other spelling B-E-L, so bell. Another name that can be given to ball, bell, or bell is bill, like Billy in Stranger Things, associated with the evil and possession. Bill or Billy, like a black billy goat, is a name like ball, it's the same name in a different spelling that is generally associated with the devil, with devils, plural, with demons, etc. Like Bill Cipher, the devil, in that Disney TV show, Gravity Falls, who makes deals with the little kids and tries to turn them against each other. So Billy, we understand what Billy is. What is Eilish? And not eyelash, but Eilish. You spell her name E-I-L-I-S-H. Go to the internet, go to your phone, go to a dictionary. Look up Enuma Elish, E-N-U-M-A-E-L-I-S-H. Enuma Elish. Enuma Elish. It's pronounced the same way, Billy Eilish, Enuma Elish, Billy Elish, Enuma Elish, Enuma Eilish. It's almost the exact same spelling. Enuma Elish, whether you spell it in Akkadian, which is cuneiform, which I can't read, it's the Babylonian creation myth. It's part of the creation mythos, seven tablets out of Mesopotamia, where Baal or Bel or Bill was a big god. Billie Eilish, therefore, has a deeper meaning in her name. It's not just a title. It's not just a name. Billie Eilish. Bill, Bell or Ball. Elish or Eilish. Elish or Eilish, Enuma Eilish means when on high. Therefore, Billie Eilish is Billy or Bell or Ball on high. Billy or Bell or Ball is also known as the first king of hell or the lord of hell. Therefore, Billie Eilish could be translated Funny enough, in ancient Sumerian, Akkadian, Babylonian, etc., different languages, I don't know them, I don't speak them, I don't read them, very few people in the world can. But from the meanings of these words that we know, Billie Eilish literally means Baal, the first king of hell, on high. Now that might just be me stretching for meaning, right? Perhaps. That is until you watch the transformation of Billie Eilish, or what I call the abduction of Billie Eilish, where she goes from pastel Easter colors to black and white and chains and locks around her neck. Looks like she's drugged. Looks like she's possessed. 
there's a couple of songs, Bury a Friend. Remember the song, Bury a Friend? I don't know if you ever heard Bury a Friend. Very disturbing song. One of her most popular songs. And in the song, there's this background voice. And as she's singing, there are parts in the song where she begins to levitate, which is an indication of supernatural powers granted by demons or the devil for the exchange of one's soul. A deal made with the devil, if you will, a pact made with the devil. At another point in the song, she is symbolized as Marilyn Monroe as her clothes are ripped and she's drugged and she's brought down into the lower levels of hell. Another point in the song, you see her eyes all blacked out and she sings this lyric, which is so similar to Eminem's My Darling, where he's making a deal with the devil. One of the most disturbing parts of the song, I'll just let you listen to it here because I can't really explain it any better than you could hear it or watch it if you go watch it. Take a listen to this. Keep you in the dark. What had you expected? Me to make you my art and make you a star and get you connected. I'll meet you in the park. I'll be calm and collected. But we knew right from the start that you'd fall apart because I'm too expensive. You talk would be something that shouldn't be said out loud. So there's the first part. She's talking to the demon. The demon is talking to her. I thought you'd be dead by now. The price for what I'm giving you is too high for what you have to give me in return. You can't afford it. Honestly, I thought that I would be dead by now. security, keeping my head held down. And this part in the song in about two minutes and 18 seconds sums it up. Bury the hatchet or bury the front so right there in the song, bury the hatchet or bury a friend. After she gets done talking to the devil or to a demon who she's made a deal with, who says you're too uh, weak, you're unable to you know, pay uh, the price for the deal that we've made. So we can bury the hatchet and stop fighting about this or well you could you could sacrifice, you know, your friend. You could bury a friend and then she says the dead I owe got to pay my soul and as she's saying that she's levitating turning in a circle with blacked out eyes and chains around her neck. Listen. Oh, no. oh, wow. security keeping my head held down. Bury the hatchet or bury your friend right now. Step on the glass, staple your tongue, just like Bon Appetit, Katy Perry has her tongue burned. Bury a friend, try to wake up. And they inject her with drugs in the back, just like Britney Spears and yay. Uh, Cannibal class. Cannibal class. Killing your son, killing the son. Cannibal class. That's the shirt, actually, that Loda Valkova, the designer at Balenciaga and Adidas, is actually wearing a cannibal shirt. Uh, And then they hold her head up at 253 
and as her shirt is ripped, she looks like she's wearing the Marilyn Monroe dress. Handlers coming out of nowhere, holding her up, drugging her, controlling her. I want to end me. And it's a song about suicide, right? So what do you think that means? Could mean a lot of things, right? Then you listen to the song, You Should See Me in a Crown. And this song sums up Balenciaga, Billie Eilish, and demonology. It is Billie Eilish, Belly Eilish, Bally Eilish, Belly Eilish, or Billy Bell, Ball, Bell on high. And how is Bell or Ball depicted? If you look into my book, Occult Arcana, or if you look into Colin DePlancy's dictionary, Infernal, Ball is depicted as having the head of a man, kind of looks like Vladimir Putin or Benjamin Netanyahu, actually, with a crown, so he's a king, then a frog head and a feline head, and then he has spider legs. Now, if you watch the official music video of You Should See Me in a Crown, Billie Eilish literally is wearing a crown. Her eyes almost are like glazed over. She does the white sometimes or the black. One indicates possession, one indicates emptiness. And that's in the Bury a Friend song and in the uh, album cover for uh, her most famous album. Uh, what Happens After We Die, I think that's the name of it, or What Happens When We Go to Sleep After We Die, something to that effect. I forget the exact name of the album. And she's looking into the camera, looks like she's drugged, or looks like something's possessing her body, and she has spiders, reportedly real spiders, crawling all over her. One comes out of her mouth. So here's a girl in a crown with spiders crawling all over her, and when I saw that, I thought years ago, that has to be, that has to have deeper meaning. I think I've seen that somewhere. And then I got into one of my demonology books and I thought, oh my God, that is literally a depiction of the demon ball in Billie Eilish's music video. So the fact that her name means ball on high, it's a, de- a deviation from the original uh, ball or bell, which is bell, bill and Billy. And Elish or Eilish means on high. It's old Sumerian, Babylonian, Akkadian. This is the region Baal came from, Mesopotamia. So her name means Baal or the first king of hell on high. And then she's singing a song where she's depicting with the crown and the spiders how Baal used to be depicted and how he still is depicted. Take a listen to this song. You can watch the official music video or watch the official live performance and just take a little bit of, 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 a, of a moment here to pause and really listen to what she's saying. With my time wearing a warning sign Wait till the world is mine Visions are vandalized Cold in my kingdom's sight Two lines there. Visions I vandalized. Well, the abuse of artists, musicians, etc., and cold in my kingdom's eyes. Hell is a ice palace. It's not a fiery pit. Hell is a place of ice and coldness and darkness. Ocean Eyes was, of course, her original song where she looked like a girl and she was actually talented and before they did this to her. So this is something singing and speaking through Billie Eilish. It's speaking through Billie Eilish. And it says, You should see me in a bow. I'm gonna run this nothing too. Watch me make a bow. One by, one by. 
You should see me in a crown. Ball wears a crown. The king wears the crown. The king of this world. The king of darkness. The prince of darkness. Ball. The king of hell. Make him bow. Sounds like killing people to me. Your silence is my favorite sound. Bow down. Don't say anything. Murdering people, etc. That's what a demon would do. That's what Ball would do, who is the god and the demon of human sacrifice. Now, I want you to pay attention to this video because in the background, this is the official live performance of See Me in a Crown. In the background, funny thing, she has these two other musicians. One is a drummer. I'll play this. One is, I think, a piano player. She goes into the bathroom, blood on my marble walls, and sings into the mirror. And you see it the first time as she walks past these two other people in the band. I like the way they scream. So now she walks back out of the bathroom, and as she walks by these two other bandmates, you can really see what they're wearing. They're wearing Balenciaga sweaters. This came out four years ago, and I talked about it four years ago, and three years ago, and two years ago. Her name means Billy, Belly, Bailey, Bali, Eilish, Enuma Eilish, the first king of hell on high. Her music, she depicts Ball, the crown, the spiders. Two of her bandmates in this video are wearing Balenciaga sweaters. Not only do we have the, quote, Balenciaga scandal, but in one of the images, they spell Balenciaga B-A-A-L. Cannibalism, human sacrifice, child abuse, abusing, raping, and torturing not only children but babies, selling statues of kids with erect penises. This is the guy who is the CEO of the parent company of Balenciaga, married to Selma Hayek. But the New York Times says, no, it's all QAnon stuff. The View says, oh, um, nothing really to see, nothing weird about any of this. It could be any demon, it could be any god, it could be any spirit. But for some strange reason, they picked a particular king of hell. A king of hell that demands human sacrifice and the abuse and the torture of the innocent, who's a really nasty deity. But you know what Ball grants? Ball also grants fame and fortune. The very elements of the entertainment, music, Hollywood Bollywood industries. And you see Ball depicted in one way, in one fashion or another, almost everywhere you look. If you look at the work of singers like Poppy, she's also depicted as having the three heads just like Ball. Dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens of other demons, but they all seem to want to pick the same exact imagery and the same exact characters. Think about it for a second and ask yourself, just like Where are all these kids coming from in these advertisements? You might wonder, hmm, what is this all about? Is that a coincidence? Or do these people actually worship, not the devil, they worship Baal, 
Bolly Eilish, Ball on High, and they hold him on high. That is Bollywood. I'm Ryan Gable again. This is The Secret Teachings, www.thesecretteachings.info. Please subscribe to the archive. Please grab a copy of one of my books, The Technological Elixir or Occult Arcana, I think you'd really like if you enjoyed tonight's show. Check out our free archive if you want to get access to the full archive without any of those ads or you would like to get access to much more than the archive, the montages, my digital books. www.thesecretteachings.info is how you can subscribe, support the show, keep us on air. Stay safe, stay informed, have a good weekend. Don't be afraid, be informed. And we'll talk to you on the next broadcast next week.